we start the meeting, you know, formally. Okay. Yes, you got a mic. Oh, hello, everyone. Paul, nice to see you. I hope all's everyone's doing well or not. Yeah, whatever. Uh, again, this is uh, the framing of the talk is non-duality, which obviously is a negation of duality. There is no, you can't call anything non-duality. So it's a negation. So we're hopefully, and it's actually inferring that you're gonna see duality from what many of us believe non-duality means. So you're gonna see the activity of what some people would call dreaming or this dualistic uh, interpretation based on our misperceptions and stuff. And then the, the root of it is really dualism, which is subject objectness. So that's duality. So non-duality is presented. Some people will describe what we are and maybe it's sort of like describing what it's like to be a lion to a lion. The lion may get a short hit on it, but something happens. It usually doesn't uh, stay in that awakeness of lion. Something occurs, and then that something occurs seem, in this event seems to me more important than the that which non-duality is inferring because not that which non-duality is inferring is a fact it's already here it's never never not here but there's something going on that's seemingly causing it to, to seem it appears to us as if it's not here and it coincides with us being totally here as paul that which we are seems not to be here i hope you get the sense of that yeah so <laughs> the more the more Paul, the less seemingly of what you are. And so, and especially when Paul seeks or uses what you are to seek for what you are, you're not going to get much of what you are. You're going to get a whole lot of Paul. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so hopefully these messages are really about duality and about subject objectness and about the stubbornness of these assumptions and the constant repeating of them, reinforcing on them, the uh, authenticating them, inferring them, implying them, supposing them, and the speed of the claiming of what's going on. So let's say some people would say that we're at least conscious or that we're consciousness and that consciousness is having an experience through five sense gates. They're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Obviously, there's no seer, hearer, feeler, taster, or toucher. That gets added on later. But they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And we see, like we become aware or conscious of thought streams. And those thought streams are going on. And those thought streams getting well that which is engaged in the thought streams getting gets in contact with seeing and claims the seeing to imply a seer yeah claims the hearing to imply a hearer 
claims the feeling to imply a feeler, claims the smelling to imply a smeller, claims the doing or all the actions to imply the actor, claims uh, time to be the one that's in time, claims the space to be the one that's appearing in the space. So there's a claiming and that claiming is very, very fast in time. I don't believe any process is going to outdraw that process. And this is one of the dilemmas when we try to use a process to get out of this process, it just gets used to reinforce the first process. Yeah. So when self tries to get out of self, it reinforces the being in self. Yeah. So that process of self trying to get out of self doesn't work. The process actually does exactly the opposite of what you were hoping for. Instead of getting out of self, you're more and more seemingly in self. So why is that the case? Because you're not in self. So the whole premise of wanting to get out of self is based on a false assumption. We're taking something to be so that isn't, and then we're reacting as if it's so, and therefore our behavior and how it goes from there is misdirected. You know, it's just obvious. You can see it. It's not hard to see. Yeah. So I found after going to satsangs and reading books, some books, uh, that there was something going on. Uh, I didn't have a finger on it yet, but I felt it. And that something was going on was... Uh, happening while I am a lion, let's use the, the idea of a being a lion, I am a lion, there's an activity that's claiming that I'm a sheep, yeah? And for some reason, interest and attention, which plays a huge role here, tends to be drawn to the sheep idea. And to such an extent that the, the, the lion fact becomes seemingly underappreciated, yeah? And then by the time it becomes appreciated, you're appreciating it as the sheep. Yeah. So now the sheep wants to become like a lion, but that wanting to become like a lion is a denial that it is a lion. You see? You see the simple dilemma there? It's innocent. It's naive. It makes sense if something wasn't true, but that something is true. Yeah, you're a lion. That's the premise of non-duality is you are what you've been looking for, yeah? And in a sense, you've been using what you are to look for it, yeah? And so this premise is the fact of non-duality, which we hope we look at duality from, yeah? Because while we're looking in a dualistic format, we are seeing at the same moment. The timeless moment the state we're in is seeing, the moment in time, it looks like it's looking, yeah? But in the timelessness, that's seeing. But in time, it's like we're looking. So hopefully, these, let's say these are like shoes. You're in a shoe store. I don't want to call it a spiritual shoe store. Let's just say a, a living shoe store. And we're, let, we're putting out these shoes. And if they fit, you wear them and see where they take you. Yeah, because they're going to take you. You're, they're not going to take you you're going to use them to take you somewhere. Yeah. Just like this understanding isn't going to take you anywhere, 
but what you are is going to use this understanding to illuminate certain shit. Yeah. So that you can see what you're not and get clear about it. So that this constant idea that you were connected and now we're disconnected, that uh, it was stable for that retreat day and now it's unstable. You have to realize the instability isn't based on the message. It's on you. You represent an agitated condition. Yeah. <laughs> you, you represent what you're not represents a coming and going, which is dualistic. So you believe that you're the one that's coming and then you're the one that's going. That's what non-duality is negating. It's not negating the coming and going. It's negating the one that's coming and going. Yeah. Because the head is coming and going. It comes goes here, goes there, comes back for a little minute or two to point out you've been really fucking flipped out and then go back to the flipping out. Yeah. So it plays the thief and the policeman. It's insane. So let's get it clear. The movement of the men, I just use a term mental state. I don't want to call it relative mind because it would be giving it too much credit. I'm talking about mental activities and the intention of those mental activities is to presuppose that we're a, a, an existing thing. And it may lead us to the point to want to get salvation for the existent thing. Now, Ramana Maharshi is very clear about that. And he says, if that's the case, if the presupposing of the non-existent thing being existing, yeah, wanting to get salvation for itself, if that's the case, which is pretty good chance it may be, then, then your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah. Now, when something gets clear, yeah, and you see that, and there may be doing what people would call spiritual practices, that the effect of those spiritual practices won't be the one that's based on the misleading sense of being a thing that wants to get salvation for the thing. Yeah. In other words, you'll do the same shit, but the robbery won't seem to happen. Yeah. And basically what you're doing will maybe be there to relax your body and your, let's say your nerves or your emotional state. And it will, <laughs> you know, that's what you do. You learn skillful means. Maybe it's a deep breath or a serenity prayer or you look at the hummingbird, whatever. And now these things actually work to soothe the nervous system, the emotional system, the fucking overheated body, whatever. Yeah. And the other, the other agenda of using all those things to reinforce the non-existent thing has been seen through. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> because you see, the premise of your spiritual practices are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it is based on the first statement of the, of the mistake of taking a, a non-existing thing to be what's existing and then wanting to get salvation for it or through it or as it or by it. Yes. That's necessary for the spiritual practices to be used for another agenda, which is to reinforce the non-existent thing. Yeah. 
So now the spiritual practices, you take the spirit out of it, really. And, you know, it's not like a practice you do every day or you may, but you, you wear it much more loosely. But let's say if uh, you drank too much caffeine and you get jacked up, you take a few breaths, you kill out. And then the action figure finds some kind of balance and there you go. Yeah. And then that other unfor, unfor, you know, before mentioned or without knowing it that was going on has now been seen. It will still go on, but the product won't be produced because it needs the audience to leave the audience and get up on the stage. And now you're not getting up on the stage. You're just seeing the fucking movie. Yeah. And whatever, it, whenever it says you what got up on from the stage, you see that as not you. You see? Do you really believe you went up on the stage? It tells you you did, but did you? You're still in the audience. Yeah, you've never moved from what you are, ever. Yeah? Wherever you go, there it is. So, so the movement of claiming and the speed of it brought a real an understanding to me, which is when I'm sitting down to do something with the pursuit of, let's say, spiritual growth, that urge or desire to have spiritual growth has actually been used to reinforce the other. <laughs> you know, so now while I'm practicing a lot of spirituality, I'm now identified as a spiritual thing, which is fucking slimier, let's say, than an addict thing or a fucking alcoholic thing. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm going to, if I'm an active alcoholic and an al active drug addict, sooner or later, they're going to have an intervention, either the authorities or a family or something. But in spiritual addiction, there's no interventions. They'll let you sign up for the 50th retreat. They will. They'll, they'll sell you another DVD. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's just, it can go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, so <laughs> I haven't seen any like family members break into a satsang and grab their daughter and said, you've had enough and took her away. No, I feel it's, I think it's appropriate to tell you the truth. I believe if someone has gone to 32 retreats, that application that they'd send should be checked over by a committee that could say no more retreats it's not being of service for you anymore yeah it's doing exactly what we just said it's reinforcing the non-existent thing how is it going to destroy it yeah but there's no we don't have any committees or whatever we used to have a, i did a someone once sent me a thing from the internet it was a certificate of awakening so i got them i got them printed out and I was going to Philadelphia and I was going to a very spiritually oriented group. So I had these and I, we got a gong and I got like a, so a garland of flowers and we had a, they were in the audience and I started to call them up to get their certification of awakening. <laughs> Hit the gong, come up, give them. <laughs> Some people read a meeting into which one I called first or who was last. I mean, it was. 
<laughs> so, so yes, claiming is the movement of the mental state, claiming what consciousness has brought us into contact with. Yes, the speed of it is very, very fast. And then the narrative and every other, everything that's actually happening, like seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, experiences, actions, are all being used to reinforce the non-existent thing. Yeah. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to displace you from the, the true starting point and get, put you in a manufactured starting point and make up the whole fucking game. Yeah. So, all right. And so we wait a minute. I want to go with this term selfing. Yeah. The selfing is the activity that we're hearing most of the time during the day. And the selfing's basis is I was Paul for sure. I'm going to be Paul, or why would I be worrying about a fucking stranger? Therefore, I am Paul now. Yeah. That's how it goes. It doesn't have evidence of itself now. It brings evidence from yesterday and tomorrow to prove that it's the same Paul that was here and's gonna be here is 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 here now. Yes, it's manufactured. All right, I don't want to go on any more about it. If you come back and I'll go over the next few qualities of the uh, whatever. All right, open up the gates, Mike. Okay, Robert. Robert, Jesus Christ. No one even digests the message for a second or two. It's immediately, it's right to the questions. No, it's all uh, relevant to what I'm joking. It's all, it's all relevant to what you've been saying. But um, I don't really like to admit this, but I've been doing, doing this shit for a very long time. Um, I was about 14 years old, walking home from school one day, and uh, question came up in my mind. How do I know any of this is real? I think I'd had a real bad day at school. And so I've been chasing my tail ever since. That's 60 years ago. <laughs> so, um, you know, over that time I've run a business and raised a family and I haven't managed to fuck too many people over. Um, but I've uh, finally been herded into this Zoom room and I've got the sheepdog barking at me that I'm not a sheep and it's finally getting through, I think. Um, um, Robert wants to act out quite often, but uh, there's not so much claiming. There's, um, the policeman seems to have disappeared. Mm, great. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. So there's the acting out. The thief's still there. But um, yeah, the policeman's gone. So I don't know whether there's a question in there, but I just wanted to share that. That's great. You know what I'm sharing, Robert? I got a few ideas from people talking in books. The rest was just what you can see. You can see what you're not, obviously. Yeah, you can see that's what we're seeing all day, what we're not. 
Yeah. Mm. And the most, the closest what you're not can be seen just as easily as the farthest away what you're not that with a, you know, as a thing. You can see it because you're before it. And there's nothing before what you are. Yeah. And there's a sense when you've come to it. There is. There's a sense when you come to that which is seen. You know, maybe you can't verify it with a Geiger counter or a fucking certificate of awakening, jokingly. But yeah. there's, it's like, uh, if you're not going to bet on that, yeah, and doubt it and have to try to find some outside references, there's, I mean, there's nothing more sure than that. When you've gone as far as you can, and there's, you know, and it's obvious, <laughs> whatever, you know. So what I'm sharing and what I see happening with some people here, it happened with me. Yeah, there was a loss of interest in a lot of things I didn't know I was that interested in. They were just seemingly there in place. It's sort of like recognizing, you know what happened with me once? Uh, you know, I'm not that interested in taking care of a business yet. So I had a, when I get bank statements, I never really look at them. And then this one time I had to look at stuff be because of something else. And I saw this, there was uh, something was taking money out of, out of my account. Yeah. And it was some kind of church or something. And what I found was like 12 years before I donated, I thought once to them, somehow it became like a monthly do donation. <laughs> and I was supporting this church without, know without knowing it, nor missing the money. You know, it just came aware. I said, how long has this been going on? It was like nine years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like 20 bucks a month, but hey, so, so. <laughs> so there it was there was something there was a withdrawal that I had not I had no idea of well this is like the assumptions we're living on yeah we're living under a tons of assumptions that not only aren't true they have a certain vacuum effect they're sucking something in yeah 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 and then and then to try to retrieve it is is being part of it, yeah? So there's no way out of what you're not in, yeah? Yet you feel, you know, it's a trip. So you have to trip over your old logic because it's your old logic that's keeping you blind, yeah? The mental logic. And you've got to get familiar with another way of how things go and plan out. And then you recognize the seamlessness of it and then you recognize it everywhere. You recognize it everywhere. And you had no ability to see it before, but now you do, yeah? And, and conversely, you recognize the insanity of the mental logic because you've now seen it from outside. You know, it's yeah. totally insane. It's totally, totally blatantly insane. And so, uh, and if you try to do something about it, it just adds to it. So this is the dilemma. The system, in a way, 
produces irritability, restlessness, and discontent. And you would think that would be an adverse, unsuspected or unplanned effect. But actually, how it makes itself real is by our wanting to get out of it. You see? We yeah. give it the reality it's yearning to have. And this is when you wake up to that and you stop feeding it when you, you know, you see, hey, these accounts are taking tons of shit out. You just cancel them by lack of interest. And now your day is enriched. Instead of having your day enslaved to what's not happening, it's available to what's happening. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, you move when you need to move. Like if you don't have any money, you're moved to open up to, hey, I'm going to have a sale or something. Yeah. Or if there's something you need to do. But if you have the luxury of being okay, you're going to fucking enjoy the okayness. Yeah. Yes, you will. It's like somebody, I remember a guy I worked with, he inherited like a quarter of a million dollars. He comes to my house and he bitches about the quarter million dollars. It's, I don't, I won't know who's my real friend It's going to change my relationship. So I said, well, give me 70,000 kick down. I'll, you, I'll take some of the money off your hands. If you see it as such a burden, I'll help you out. But of course, none of it was coming, but you know what I mean? It's insane. I've watched yeah. people who are looking, looking for this, for something to occur like a cathodic event. Yeah. Or they start laughing uncontrollably. And as soon as it shows up, they don't want any part of it. Even though they've been telling me, they've been yapping for 20 years. Oh, yeah, they don't want. <laughs> I said, hey, you asked for it. Here it comes. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Robert. Hi, Mary. Mary. Oh, Mary Graydon. How are you, Mary? Hi. I shouldn't have asked you. I just what? right in. Hi, good to see you. Hey, Paul. So, so this dream that we're in, that we're dreaming, the dreaming. We're not in the dreaming. Yeah, okay. Okay, the dreaming. Okay. So is there any value in the, is there any relevance to the, you know, the dreaming? In other words, I guess, you know, my, my, my experience, like, is it like the course, you know, like you say, it's it, the one thing it'll do is show you what you're not. Right? Like, is that the only value? No, it has a lot of value. It gives us a, a an event, a, to express stuff. Yeah. We can express love. We can express qualities here. It's a, it gives us, there's a, we're putting a lot of value in it. Yeah? It doesn't have any value in itself, but what's dreaming puts value in it. Yes, do you hear me? Yeah, something interfered there for a moment. What's dreaming puts value in it. The dreaming is just, it's neutral. It's an appearance, yeah? But we, yeah. we, we can just putting tons of meaning in it and ton of, tons okay. of relevance in it. 
of but course, I mean, it a- dissipates quite quickly. But it's sort of like the Tibetan dudes that make a beautiful mandala for a week. And at the last day, they just move all the sand around. But it's beautiful for the six days they're doing it. Okay. Yeah. So, so even if the even if the action figure feels like it, it's doing it, there's still there's still like there's still truth or something. There's still yeah, because the action figure is always going to have a feeling like it's doing it. If you're mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. for the action figure not to have that feeling, you're barking up the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. The action figure, that feeling doesn't come from a reality. It's made up. Mm-hmm. Yes. So even if the action figure isn't like in yourself or others, not you, you know, the action figure is not feeling like it's doing it. There's still stuff going on, and you're still loving, or you're still serving, or you're engaged. Or not loving. There's loving and there's serving, but there's not mm-hmm. you loving and serving because you loving and serving is going to be really upset when you're hating and being selfish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. You you know, don't buy the one end of the stick and you won't get stuck with the other end. So when when you're when you know you're seeing what you're not, then you're just things are just happening. Like you said, you're moving or you're doing whatever sort of naturally. And so the dream has. okay 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 I guess. Yeah, I I just didn't get that. Remember, it's not a dream because that would sound like you. It's a there's a place where you come in and it, that's the dream yeah. and then you can leave. It's dreaming. Which which our awareness is dreaming. It doesn't matter what's dreaming, just dreaming. Mm-hmm. See, when we say it's awareness that's dreaming, we're not saying it from awareness. We're saying it from the action figure. Yeah, yeah? you can hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The action figure has heard something that there's awareness that's streaming. So the action figure says says it. It may have a yeah. little bit of a sense there, but it doesn't matter because it's because the action figure is driven to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and a lot of times it's a it does a lot better when it's in I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I loved what I was listening to you the other night when you read that. Course in Miracles section again, and, and the one line that jumped out was the brain will never be able to, cannot interpret vision. No, can't. And so, this is the this what you okay, so it's vision, it's impossible to ever. The brain understand. is interpreting the dreaming, yeah, mm-hmm. incorrectly, as if it's a as if it's real and to a real dreamt. That's what it's doing, mm-hmm. that's part of the programming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nothing right or wrong with it but it's good to know mm-hmm. not from yeah, it actually, but from us yeah yeah so it's actually i mean it's really there's a lot there's an innocence here right? there's an innocence to the action figure of course mm-hmm. that's why uh when you see what you're not in my own observation in this case uh i found myself in a atmosphere of acceptance which was quite unusual because mostly the mental state was constantly critiquing and draw and and uh 
punishing for Paul for mm -hmm. not being enough or not doing enough or whatever. And the only way Paul could get any relaxation was to be really bad. <laughs> and so Paul did and was mm -hmm. seemingly. Yeah, that's a weird way. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a convoluted way to get okay <laughs> when you inherently are. So the atmosphere of acceptance uh, it just it just changes the whole vibe, so to speak. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I felt like the Urban Renewal Project was canceled uh, when I saw I wasn't Paul the body. Yeah, and that was probably the best day the body ever had, really. Because then the big mental hen lifted off of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That fucking mental obsession was fucking just driving it <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. So, in other words, <laughs> I don't know. It's very simple, honey. It is. Yeah. It's blue is blue and red is red and green is green. You don't care about answers. You've lost interest in questions, yeah? You're just here because you can't be anywhere else. That's just the case. You're it, yeah? Yeah? Mm -hmm. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. I mean, if I could give everyone or anyone anything, yeah. it would be in this, in this world of squares is to be totally convinced you're never going to get it. Yeah. Because then... Being it would become obvious. <laughs> yeah. And then it would seem like, oh, that's a fucking drag. I'm never going to get it. And then it'd be a huge relief because you can't get what you already are. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. But instead, everyone's holding on. I'm going to get it. So, you know, mm -hmm. suddenly, suddenly, suddenly the mental state is we're not. And the mental states obviously is being is winning out the idea that it's us. So therefore, yeah, mm -hmm. we're thinking like we're gonna get it. Yeah, you're not getting it. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say that about anything else that you're not, but I will say it about this because you're this. Yeah, that's why you can't get it. It's not like mm -hmm. a punishment, you are it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no mm -hmm. formality to meet it, you are it. You can't get it, you can't lose it. Mm -hmm. You don't arrive, you don't get depart, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's always available at all times, right where you are, yeah? Mm -hmm. And the only requirements to meet it are on your side, and that your side isn't you, so you'll mm -hmm. lose interest in it, yeah? Would it yeah, be the I... mental would it be the mental prize if, if it's readily always available at all times? No. The mental, the mental state sees no glory in realizing what's already so. It doesn't. It wants to arrive. It wants to believe it got exiled from heaven and it's on its arduous journey to return. This is because it can star in all that. Yeah. This cuts out the whole thing. Yeah. You are that. So you as the great seeker is irrelevant yeah, yeah. yeah.
that's beauty. That's the beauty of it. But it's the greatest irrelevance. It's not like Armageddon Day. It's Hallelujah Day. Yeah. Which is going to win out? You're wanting to get it, get it or you are it. Yeah. If the getting is fucking there and you're bit into it, isn't you're identified with it, then the getting it is going to keep away you are it. It has to, to give meaning to the getting it. Yeah. So yes? Paul, when I, when I see the getting it, you know, that's going on, I'm seeing what I'm not. I still run into that, like, Who's seeing that I'm not getting it? Or who's seeing that I'm not that? It's Don't worry like, about it, honey. You feel there's, yeah. there's a moment when you see what you're not and there's nothing there. That's what you are. Then what you're not will try to claim that seeing and say it's you. But it, you saw the emperor without any clothes on. You're just making up because you think you're the costume designer you're making up that there's a huge closet. There ain't, yeah? And you're not that, that makes it up. When you see it from what you are, there's always a pause. There's a sense and there's nothing there. Okay. Yeah? That's us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it may come up and go, well, who is it that was seeing it? It was probably yeah. me. No. Yeah. Just like you said in the course, the brain cannot understand or whatever the vision yeah mm -hmm. exactly yeah that which is claiming to be the seer doesn't see shit okay yeah all right thanks paul uh you're welcome honey thanks mary thanks mike anybody else want to raise their hand Ross. Ross. Hey, Paul. How are you? Good. Oh, there you are. Yeah, nice to see you, Ross. You're inside today. I am. Yeah. Just for the hell of it since it's dark outside. Um, yeah. Quick question. I know this has absolutely no importance or relevance, but normally I don't have any questions. And I've been, this popped in my head the other day when I was listening to you. We, we can't see what we are because we are it. But we, can, we can see it in other people, though, can't we? I mean, everybody's got it, so it's not like it makes anybody special. No. Still can't see it? You still can't see it. You can sense it, but you yeah. can't see it. Yeah. yeah, okay. You definitely can sense it. You can sense it in, in uh, recovery rooms, and it has nothing to do with any of the individuals there. Yeah. But you sense the presence and you can sense presence in people for sure. Yeah. They're not, it's not their presence. <laughs> right. Right. Because I'm seeing their self and that, but, yeah. but, but yeah. the presence is there. Yeah. But there's yeah. no real, there's no real significance to it though. Right. Because I mean, the whole universe is dripping with spirit. Yeah. Yeah. There's no significance uh, unless there is. Right. But that significance will definitely come and go. Yeah. With given. Yeah. Yeah. But that presence won't. Yeah. 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 It can outlive all the significance that's ever given it. 
Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, bro. All right. Mike. No other hands. Oh, there's one, Kathy. What? Unless she's, uh, yeah. I'm a Kathy, for sure. Hi. I, I liked what you said about spiritual addiction and, and nobody nobody hosts an intervention for that. And no. I, I was in that for a very long time. And I'm wonder, I'm not sure what I'm in now, but I'm, I sort of facetiously ask, like, how many non-dual meetings can I come to before I need an intervention from that? And, and is there a time when something will dramatically shift in me that I will no longer... Like, am I waiting for something to shift? Like some people talk about they have this dramatic shift and the seeking falls away and there's no more questions and I'm not there yet, but I don't, I don't know. Is that a question? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> nice, those, those you, you could sit there and ask yourself though and see who is it, yeah. You know? All the questions you were just throwing around would be quite nice to do after this little event tonight and just see what shows up. Yeah. Again, see, there is no uh, rhyme or reason. It's all to do with we are before everything. And in the, in the dreaming, mind is before the dreaming. Yeah. So an event is given meaning. Some people have it so extreme in their life, they have a, an event that they deem to be the worst thing that ever happened to them. And then things change and they see it as the best thing that ever happened to them. What happened? Did the worst thing transform itself into the best thing? No. That which was before it, us, gave it the meaning. Yes? This is what happens. So... The meaning of right and wrong is given to that which we're calling right and wrong. Yeah. So you go, it's simple. It's obvious. Certain cultures, something is right in that culture. It will be wrong in our culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's us. We are the dreaming. We are. We're not the dreamt. We're the dreaming. There's an appearance of the dreamt, but we're not that. And there's whatever comes after us has really no meaning other than what we give it. Yeah. So someone can look at that mind, can look at a prison and see an incredible vacation spot and vice versa. Another aspect of mind can see the vacation spot as a prison, yes? This is why it would be, it's nice to see what's going on because if you're being force fed meaning as if they're coming from outside of us and affecting us, yeah? You're in, you're caught, not caught, but you're in that stage of the dreaming as being identified as the dreamt, yeah? And there's an incredible statement in the Course in Miracles. I don't know if you know it or not, but yes, I know the Course very much. All right, so here's <laughs> a statement. I hope I haven't read it in a long time, but I remember this. Hopefully, I can say it. You know, he's 
whatever, the download saying you and I are the dreaming of the dream. I don't like the word dream. So let's say you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah. We forget that we're dreaming. That caught my interest. Yeah. All right. This sounds like a very pivotal, pivotal moment where the dreaming forgets that it's dreaming. How, do, how could that be facilitated? I would say being identified as the dreamt, yes? So the dreaming, being identified as the dreamt sees the dream as real, yeah? When it's identified as the dreamt, it forgets that it's dreaming and sees the dream as real, yeah? In other words, these are real things, these are real people, these are real events, and they can produce real effects, yeah? And so what they explain it this way, you forget that you're the dreaming, let's say being identified as a dream, and now you're giving everything you're dreaming the power to affect you. That's what's fucking happening, yeah? And then everyone wants to hear about the dreaming from the dreamt, no. You hear about the dreamt from the dreaming. Yeah? You hear about it from the dreaming. You're here all the time. What says it's you comes and goes. While you think you're the dreamt, there's the dreaming very clearly. Yeah? So, so okay. So we're not talking to Kathy. We're talking through Kathy to get to that which is dreaming. I know it's ridiculously pointless to talk to the dreamt. I do. I've seen it thousands of times. So we're trying to talk through all these squares and get to what we are instead of talking to what you're not, which is represented as Kathy about what you are. We want to talk to what you are about Kathy. Yeah. What you are is the dreaming. Kathy's the dreamt. Yeah. Kathy wants to know all about the dreaming, but it, all of that knowledge is going to be framed as the dreamt that's going to avail you nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's just going to reinforce the dreamt. All right. So let's say you see it finally. Okay. The Course says it very beautifully. The dreaming is projection. Mind is projecting. Yes, dreaming. Mind. And then we perceive. So the dreamt perceives what's being projected, which is dreaming as real, yeah? You wanna waste any more time trying to convince the dreamt that it's not real? It's pointless, move on. It feels like it's real. Is it real? No, but it feels like it. Why is everyone spending so much time trying to change what you're not? Just see it as what you're not. Yeah, and the changes that are necessary will occur. You'll be in the act of dreaming yourself out of the dreaming and how that's going to appear as the dreamt. Yeah, the dreamt will be the act of dreaming yourself out of the dreaming. And as you do, as you do, the dream's going to get happier. For who? The dreamt. This is traveling lighter. So maybe if you can remember those questions, ask yourself very loosely. You ever read the lessons of the course? They talk it very much. Chill out, relax. It's not a fucking practice. He didn't, they they wanted they 
whatever downloaded knew very, very well what's going on here. Yeah. That you're trying to get out of the dreamt reinforces the reality of the dreamt. Yeah. You don't get out of the dreamt. You see you're not in the dreamt. That's what you do. That's how it happens. Yeah. I did the lesson six times trying to get out of the dreamt. Yes. <laughs> it didn't <Yeah>. work. <laughs> Thank well, you. they have, because it they just have. took you six times. <laughs> <laughs> they failed you because the dreamt was trying to claim them. When the lessons are not even about the dreamt, in a sense. Yeah. The effects will be felt where we are, but it's not about that. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. All right. Thank you, Kit. Thank, thank, thank you. you, Kathy. Come back. Mm -hmm. I hope to see you again. Thanks. Yeah. I, I so relate and empathize because I, you know, I could recognize after trying to do the course that, you know, like 12 steps weren't enough, you know, there has to be something more. And so there's, you know, committing myself to something as big as the Course of Miracles and then seeing that duality, right? Like, well, that's too much, but AA was not enough. <laughs> that's right. And then, yeah. And then, oh yeah, failure. Okay. <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> But failure again is success. Why is that? It's because we're before everything. Yeah? That's why the Course says your greatest failures are your greatest successes. Why do you say that? Because we are before everything. Yes? A failure seen from what you are can be incredibly successful. <laughs> again. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, and it, see, it can be seen then simultaneously on the collective stage like like the oxford group and christianity weren't enough for the people that made aa and then the people that made aa you know for some of them it's not enough they have to go back to something like a course of miracles <laughs> just back and forth well yeah that's what happens there's nowhere else yeah. to go <laughs> And then, you, yeah, it's incredible. Then you have different camps. Some people in the course say you do it for a year, throw the book away. Others study it for a lifetime. It has no right or wrong. It's what's before it. Yeah, if it works for you, far out. Yeah, if you try to make it work for you and it doesn't, yeah, it shows you it's get, it has value by failing you. And then you're left with your own devices and you finally see they're not yours. Yeah? <laughs> I have a lot of gratitude towards the course of miracles. I mean, it brought me into a realm of laughing that I had didn't know before. I just laughed my balls off so fucking much. I mean, it was it was just unbelievable to have the description of the house of cards I was seemingly living in. <laughs> It was wonderful. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It's still some of the stuff that I say just sets off avalanches of, of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very powerful. I think the it's, it's description of dreaming is like the best I've ever run into. Yeah. I feel like it really captures 
what's going on here. So, all right. No other hands. Well, we can end soon too. Not now, but we got five more minutes. Can I ask one more? Uh, it's Kathy again. Kathy? Kathy again. Is right, is Kathy. there a physical is there a physical world or does it matter? Like when I read the course and it talked about a dream, I thought there was some awakening from the world. Is that just nonsense? Is there really a physical world out there? Or does it matter? Well, the thing is, see, that which takes itself to be physical may want may uh may want it not to be physical yeah it wants to get out of here yeah part and parcel of the dream so no the action figure is taking this place to be real yeah is it real or not it doesn't matter i don't believe so but hey when push comes to shove the action figure definitely does yeah I don't think it, it's amazing. You know, the action figure presents so much work and you're going to pass away in 80 years or something. <laughs> but by the time you get it in really tip top shape, it's, it's going to pass away. <laughs> I just, uh, the end when the body dies is that the end of i don't think so it is, nothing ends okay nothing ends nothing begins we can't understand it because we're we're harnessed with an understanding already yeah the action figure is a presentation of programming in a sense yeah of deep mental grooves and things that we believe and don't believe and all this and all that it's already got an understanding. So whatever understanding you bring into it gets framed by the other understanding. Yes? It's a waste of time. You can bypass it. You know, when they talk about spiritual bypassing as people, uh, you know, they want you to feel everything, whatever. That's what, you, hey, spiritual bypass away. <laughs> Pass, bypass it, man. Because... Uh, <laughs> you know, I had this event one. I had this experience. I always use it. I was into Buddhism. You know, I was uh, whatever. And I had a, I used to get, a, I had a subscription to a magazine called Tricycle. A very beautiful Buddhist thing. A lot of good articles, some editorials. And this one time there was an editorial from a famous Western meditation teacher. And he was sharing about a strange phenomenon we, he was having with a lot of his oldest students who've been with him for 20, 25 years. They were all getting in contact with him individually, not as a collective saying, nothing's happened. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, I just pulled the fucking emergency brake on the spiritual bus. Because <laughs> I hadn't been sitting for 25 years, but now I have the ability to learn from other people. <laughs> And I went, eh, got off of that and uh, canceled that subscription.
just love right. your laugh, Paul. You have enough evidence, Kathy. If everyone here, when it comes to spirituality, just ask yourself a question. What is it I know that I don't want to know? <laughs> what is it I know that I don't want to know? <laughs> I know I am what I'm looking for. I don't want to know that. <laughs> so let's all agree that I don't want to know that and act like we really want to know that. <laughs> and maybe I'll, I, I'll want to know it more than the next person and I'll feel better about myself when I compare myself with their wanting to know it and my wanting to know it. All the while, not wanting to know it at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, Kathy, I'm moving on. Thank you. Nice to see you. Yeah. Now, there's no questions for you for another six months. You spent two. All right. <laughs> and you will be so happy. <laughs> All right. All right, Mike. Art. Art. Where is hey, Art? Paul. Hey. Oh, it's Art. Our Art. Yes. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Good, good. You know, what you were just saying reminds me of Alan Watts said, once you get the message, hang up the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's good, yeah. <laughs> awesome, Julia. <laughs> And I have another answer. Wait a minute. Once you okay. get the message, hang up the phone and send Paul a donation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, action figure. Action figure got to eat by Alan. You missed. They cut off some of the Alan sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding you, bro. Well. Well, this play. Uh, yeah. Well. I don't really have anything to say or ask Paul, but I, I just wanted to say hi, share, express my gratitude. I really appreciate what you do. I, I appreciate these meetings. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I like them myself, really. You know, I'm, I'm a little pissed off that I don't have any questions because it was a lot of fun asking you questions last month, but. Well, they know. were very good. I mean, they uh, produced, I have, I have really, I just joke around about questions. <laughs> They're totally necessary for Zoom. So I'm, I'm basically biting the hand that feeds me by talking about questions. Without the Zoom, without the questions, Zoom doesn't, you know, looking into a screen doesn't really uh, compel something to come out. I need a little primer. Yeah, I like the interaction you have with people. That was really nice. The interaction with Kathy was really cool. Oh, yeah. good, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Art. I'm always happy to see you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Art. Thanks. And Deep will be next. I was going to say, guys, how about instead of hanging up the phone or as equivalent, you, we play telephone, right? You, you, pa you pass the message on, <laughs> right? <laughs> and have that not <laughs> Uh, Mike, as soon as you pick up the mess, uh, pick up the phone to call somebody else, 
you would have lost a message, wouldn't you? <laughs> if you're not attached, right? You got, and it would happen by itself. You wouldn't need to do it. All right. Yes, Julia. Are you still quarantined, Julia? Jesus Christ. Mandeep, did you want yeah, to ask, yeah, you want to ask something? To Julia in a minute. Oh no! Go ahead, go ahead with Julia, please. No, I can no, no, I was just, I just, uh, I know, I know she's in quarantine in Australia. Okay. She's, she's moving there, and yeah, she's got to stay for two weeks. In a, <laughs> she's probably seen a lot of Zoom in these two weeks. I'm incarcerated, yeah. but it's it's um, this is a lovely uh, interruption, and I love, I love you, I love your laughter. I love your lighthearted way of presenting this, and and I just I just think you're wonderful. So yeah, I'm here. Um, I, today is day ten of fourteen. Wow. Um, great. Almost done. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So freedom on Sunday. I don't even know. Like I, I've lost track of days. Of like there is no time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, great. I think yeah. Amelia would look forward to. For you to talk to her and stuff. Me too. Me too. All right. All right, honeys. All right, man. Deep. Okay. So let's go back to the Buddhists who called their teacher up and said, um, nothing is happening. Wasn't that a recognition in its own right? And it's just that the mind couldn't grasp it? Yeah. It worked for me. That would be my opinion of it, yes. It worked for me. See, and that's all there is to know, right? Doing, if there's a lot of doing going on and the identification as a doer is finding a, some root, then uh, coming to the conclusion nothing's happened is a, is a defeat, yes? To the doer, yes. Yes, to the doer. Yes. And and that's where they miss the mark. But they probably came. It came to them quickly thereafter. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, is there a guarantee that it would come? There's a guarantee that they're that already. Yeah. So. Yes. That 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 is there. But, yeah, sure, but sure, sure. Just sure. you know, I, I, I'm assuming. We had a little bit of a, somebody jumped in. Okay. Go ahead, Mindy. So I'm assuming most of us are sitting here as the doers. No, I, well, you know. It's an assumption. But you're not. See, you're sitting there. So I come here. That's coming from that which takes itself to be a doer. Okay. So I come sitting here thinking that, okay, I'm going to hear the message today and it'll sink in, right? Yeah. Right in that assumption, the, the fictional doer has been created. Not created, no. It's been implied. Implied, okay. It's so the fictional doer is going to hang around looking for something to shift, something to happen. No, no, 
things will happen and then and it will be given that name that it was the uh the doer that's been waiting around no it makes a lot of shit up it makes a lot of shit up because I, I go through this uh, you know uh, when it's not an it but there's the mental state makes a lot of shit up let's put it that correct way. agreed so i'm going through these phases of i'm waiting for something and then there's no waiting it just dissipates and it's just happening and after a while again something creeps in saying hey it hasn't happened <laughs> then again but it you goes quiet realize that's all those are, are appearances in what's always happening. Yeah. So the 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 even the assumption of the doer is temporary. Even that is coming and going. Yes. Sure. Right. So the moments in truth are actually permeating throughout. We just don't recognize them. Well, it's not built to recognize them. Correct. The recognizer is incapable, and therefore there's it's missed. There's plenty of recognizing, for sure. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Thank you. See, the recognizing is very quickly claimed, to, and then a recognizer will arise and make up a story that it hasn't been recognizing for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. None of that's true. It's all made up. It's all made up. It's just recognizing. There's just seeing, seeing, yeah. seeing. And then yeah. something arises and says, oh, you haven't been seeing for three months. <laughs> it goes yeah. off on a tangent. And mm -hmm. it's uh, in recovery, we call it false evidence. And then that false evidence appears real to us, yeah. Not based on the false evidence, but in the based on how we see it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I shall sleep later today. Great. Great. Thanks, Wendy. Anyone else? So we'd see. Let's see who else is here. Oh, Linda, Linda in Australia has got the nice uh, underwater shot. I like that. Well, water it looks like coral under there. Josh is also here. Anyone? John hmm? R has it. John R. John R. Oh, we up. got Susanna, my friend. That's nice. John. John Hopper. And John R. John, where? Hold on. Oh, I see you, John R. Yes. Hi, Paul. How are you going? Good, bro. You hear me? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, can if you, you can get some of those um, enlightenment... Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, if you get some of those enlightenment uh, things posted up, I'll definitely buy one of you. Um, you know, I had a bunch for, of them. Lost the. Uh, I'd have to find if it's still on the internet, but they were great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really want one. I've got one somewhere from a psychologist that says I'm sane, so I could put it next to that one. Yeah. 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 I can get. <laughs> we can do some forgeries. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so what it seems to me, I'm a bit of a one-trick pony as a John action figure, and there's a continual loop that plays around resentment. You've mentioned it before. I can run a resentment, um, and it seems to me like that. I'm aware that the head just changes and the loop just runs the same. Um, and I guess it's scraping the bottom of the barrel now because I'm getting down to about when I'm seven and eight years old, things I'd never thought about for 40, 50 years. Um, but just observing the loop in my mind, which, you know, I can feed a resentment for hours and then go, shit, here it is again, you know. It, take, it might take a, a, just that the beginning fire up of that loop to start and then it's seen. Uh, other times it can run for some time. Uh, did you want to comment on that? Or is there a question there? No, I don't think. Just um, is there any way that, is that the policeman observing it? Because I'm getting pretty pissed off with myself. And I guess ultimately I could create a resentment against John. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, you know, there is no policeman. It's just the, the dualistic uh, seeing. So yeah. there's the policeman and thief. But, uh, you know, uh, resentments are very, very important to the mental state. Yeah. Mm. They, the mental state gets a lot of life from breathing life into resentments. Yeah. And uh, there are simple things to do in recovery to deal with that just doing an inventory and ask, you know, writing down four columns, which is uh, Wendy. I resent Wendy. Yeah. Why? She left me. And then you, that's the second column. Third column, you look at the instinctual agendas that we're saddled with in this dreamt body. Yeah. And then the self that's managing all the agenda for the dreamt body. So, Bill W. and the AA program presents this thing called the instinctual agendas. And so the agenda, my instinctual agenda got threatened or hurt by something Wendy did or I thought she did. Yeah. So what happened? So Wendy left me. That's all. The third column is what did it affect? Well, it affected my self-esteem, personal relationships, my pride because I thought I was a ladies man and she split all this affect my material security. Uh, uh, Wendy's rich and I wasn't. Yeah. It affects my emotional security. I feel like when I'm physically, uh, financially, circumstantially taken care of, I feel emotionally better. Yeah. It affected my sexual agenda. I wanted to have sex with Wendy and it affected my sexual ambition. And I also like to have sex with the maid and I'm not going to be able to do that. now. So, I've done an inventory of why the self's reasons for the resentment. Yes, because the self sees Wendy leaving as a threat to its agenda. It's not you. They're not your resentments. They're coming from looking at life from self, so to speak. Yeah. And then you go to the fourth column and you ask yourself, John, where, where was I or am I? Because the head is using the resentment now. It basically was, let's say, about something that happened 30 years ago, but it's using it right now. 
So you go, where was I or am I? Selfish, self-seeking and frightened, dishonest and inconsiderate. And you just ask those questions, yeah? And then you'll get an answer that won't be from you or from self. You'll get an answer uh, revealing self, you know, or what I call this identification as, yeah? And you'll see it. And then uh, if you do a number of them, you'll see a pattern. And then you'll see the pattern of what you're not. And now this resentment will have, will prove to be very valuable because the self is hovering over that fucking thing. That activity of what you're not is living off of that resentment. Yeah? yeah. So now it has value in a different way. Not enslaving you today to a, a past slight of 30 years ago, but actually freeing you today of that resentment. Yeah? Because first of all, it's not yours. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it's not produced by you and it's not being cultivated by you. It's being cultivated by the mental state and it was produced by the mental state. And seeing it as other than yours, you'll lose interest in it. Yeah. Mm. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, I, I, as you said, I'm aware of it. And it's just, I think the Buddhists call it a samskara. There seems to be a really heavy groove there. Just mean, write about know. it. Though. Write about it. Write about okay. it. Strippy thing, really. AA is uh, AA are masters of how to deal with self <laughs> because they're very clear that something defeated them, and it's defeated them by the manifestations of self. We call it selfing. We don't believe there's anything called self, but using their terminology, which I'm a member of they have an idea that it is self that has defeated us. And by looking at its manifestations, resentment being the primary one, we will now see how we're defeated by something other than us. And if you see it as something other than us, you can be free from it. If you keep calling it you, you're trying to be free as it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right, I would Thank write you. it. And if you want to okay. talk to Mike, he can t he give you my number and you can call me up and yeah, Thank share you. it with Thank somebody you. and then uh, fucking move on. Okay. Thank you. Don't give it, don't give it a credit of being a samskara. The samskara is selfing. <laughs> That's the deep mental groove that claims it has tons of other deep mental grooves. <laughs> and you get through one samskara, you'll find out there's another samskara. And it goes on and on and on and on and on because the one, the one samskara is being hidden by the searching of all the other samskaras. The deep mental groove of identification as what you're not. That's the mental addiction. It's an addiction. The mental state is addicted to being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the haver, the loser. It's addicted way beyond any addiction you would experience in this life because I used to do tons of cocaine. Not one time did I ever think I was cocaine. We're starting at that point. We're taking ourselves to be the drug that the mental state is addicted to. <laughs> We're starting there. And then we get all these other addictions trying to get relief from that one. Yeah. But you can't get relief from that addiction as that addiction. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work. Yeah. That's why 
cocaine doesn't work. And I can, I can guarantee you it doesn't because I took it as far as you can take it. Yeah. I can't say that about spiritual practice, but I can say that about drug use. I took it as far as you could go. And I'm telling you, you cannot transcend from an, an imaginary place and you can't transcend as an imaginary thing. Yeah. The, the claiming of the doing is not the addiction. It's the doer that's implied by the claiming of the doing. It's the idea of being the one, the one, the one. Yes. You're not going to get out of it as it. You see it as not you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Start with resentment, not my resentments. Yeah. Don't have a story. I've had this one for 40 years. It's like a fucking pet. I've had this one for, look at how big it is. This is just feeding that fucking historical aberration. Yeah. Yeah. It had you, so to speak. <laughs> you never had it. Yeah. All right, John. I'm very happy to know you from this little world. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Good John. to see you. Good to I see appreciate you. It. Yeah. Thanks, John. And uh, in, in chat, Brahmi said she hit the jackpot with uh, your quote quoting samskaras, selfing, kaching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It has, it can't lay a groove at all. It just loves to imply it can make deep mental grooves. <laughs> Don't you see? It's all our power it uses. Yeah. The dreaming seemingly gets caught in the dreaming as the dreamt. Is it true? No, it's appearing to be true. All right. Hey, I think that's it for the night. Thank you. Um, the, yeah. Sarah, everyone had enough? John <laughs> K., you've had enough? Hey, John, I saw some of those little notes. I like those. Yeah. Good. No, that's good, John good. K. Oh, oh, yeah, you got it right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it helps me fix it in my mind. Send it, send it to us, and we'll put it on the website. I think. Yeah, but I was going to email you, John. I'll, I'll go ahead and email him. I haven't done that yet. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, because I got some. I like them. Let's put them up there. Yeah. Sure. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, nice to see you, John K. Judith, as always, the pleasure. You're such a, yeah, very, very nice. Mike, always, thanks for the service. Kerry, nice Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, and we'll get together live. For sure. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it won't be at my funeral. But uh, <laughs> at least you'll be seeing me. Yeah. <laughs> we got Ross. Nice to see you, Ross. 
And we got Gary, my main man from the corner. Yes, Gary. Nice to see you, bro. Mary, very nice. Yes. We're breaking the back of that seriousness, Mary. We're breaking the back of it. All right. Uh, we got uh, Alan, 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 and his brother. They're both benefactors of the Zen Bitch Slap lifestyle. Thank you. Uh, we got Kathy. Kathy, uh, she's used her question quota for the year already. So we won't be hearing from Kathy much, but we hope we see her. And we got Kenneth. Nice to meet you, Kenneth, there. George from The Void. I had a little conversation with Mr. and Mrs. Void the other day. That was great. And this is Maria O. Maria, uh, I like I like your little poses there against the door, against the wall. Yeah, very cool. Thank you very much, Paul. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, great. Nice great, to meet great. you. Honey. Thank you so yeah. much. And everyone, thank you. Oh, yes. We'll see you again, I hope. Tom, yeah. Tom Harmon. Nice to see you, Tom. Ben Clark is the poet laureate of uh, Zen Bitch Lab. Ben, we want you to send some of your stuff and we'll put it on the website, if you don't mind. We got Z, my main man. Z, tomorrow may be the last day to swim for a while. It's going to get cold, I hear. Yeah. We got Amelia. Amelia. There she is. Honey, nice to see you. It's been so long, too long. Johannes, always a pleasure. You're smiling a whole lot more, Johannes. It's very nice. It's good. It's a good quality to notice. We got uh, Brian from Oregon. There he is. He's in that giant uh, couch lazy boy thing. Thank Julia, Julia, very nice to see you, honey. Stay in touch. Say hello to everyone down in Melbourne when you can. Mandeep. Okay. Yeah. Mandeep. Julie. Nice to see you, Julie. Yeah. Thank you. Susan. Susan is uh, almost hit the chin tonight. That's pretty good. Oh, there she did. Very good. There's Keith. Nice to see you, Keith. Thank you for that wonderfully well-written thing you sent me. Fantastic. Uh, let's see, we got John R. Again, John. Vlad, as always. I'm going to run into Vlad again, I hope, sooner or later. Brahmi, I still like you in the shower scene, Brahmi, but it's, it's okay out there, too. We got <laughs> I'll go back there next week. <laughs> you look like a beautiful day there. Uh, it's, when it's sun is shining, it's gorgeous. And yeah. it's really getting really cold at night, though. Hey, Hardy Priya is only on by phone. So Hardy is saying hi, and she sends love. Oh, thank you. Yeah, tell her I, we said hello. All right. All right. She can. Bye, Paul. Bye-bye. Uh, I think that there's Linda from Australia and Rebecca's iPad, Nancy, Randy, Susanna, W. Some numbers here. Uh, and All right, let's go. Hey, thanks you so much, everyone. I'll see you, some of you tomorrow for recovery and then uh -huh. Saturday. And again, if you live, I don't think any of you are in Northern California. If you are, we're going to do a live meeting up in uh, Nevada City 
mm-hmm. outside. So if you're around uh, Sunday, Saturday, they're going to be there when we're doing the Zoom, but then we're going to do a, a a live Sunday meeting. One, I think one to three, and then one 1.30 to 3.30, and then uh, one to three Sunday. All right. I'll see you guys. Thank you. Bye, Thank Paul. you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye, Paul. Thank you.